Good evening. I want to uh, talk a little bit about one of our ancestors, Kazan, Kazan Jokin, tonight. Uh, earlier in the month, we uh, did his, his annual memorial service. Kazan lived in Japan in the 1300s, about uh, 100 years after Dogen lived. He was the uh, four generations after Dogen. Kazan uh, is considered the second founder of Soto Zen in Japan after, after Dogen. Um, Kazan really uh, made Zen more popular in Japan, uh, popularized Soto Zen, especially, uh, uh, he especially was supportive of, of um, lay people practicing Zen like we do. Um, and he was especially supportive of women practicing Zen, both as monastics and as lay people. His own grandmother actually practiced with Dogen. And uh, of course, his mother was active, was uh, practiced as well. And um, uh, Kazan Jokin, one of our one of our ancestors, and uh, and since uh, since his memorial, a couple of us have been looking at Kazan's masterwork. He uh, compiled uh, transmission of the light is the name of his book, which are the enlightenment and the transmission stories of the of our um, male ancestors uh, from uh, the first one is uh, is uh, Shakyamuni Buddha awakening in his book and the, the last one in his book transmission of the light is Dogen. So he goes over each one of the one of the transmission and awakening stories. He kind of presents them like koans. What what it was, what that turning word was uh, uh, that that woke up each of the generations, each of the ancestors, and uh, and then and then Kazan does. Um, after presenting the story and a little bit of the history of each ancestor. Um, then Kazan gives a talk, gives a, uh, a little lesson himself based on, based on that awakening story. So it's a, it's a, it's a, a very nice book that we, uh, that we study in our, in our lineage. Um, so uh, so I, 
of course, was thinking about Kazan and also had uh, my own dilemma. I, 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 <clears throat> I, I listened to much more news than I probably should, but, uh, but I was uh, pondering just what we're going to have to do to, uh, to uh, combat climate change all the things that are going to have to happen and we should have been doing doing it everyone says we need to do something big but we're reluctant to do things anything big we're, we're reluctant to make changes in our lives and 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 uh, all of all all the nations are as a matter of fact since the the paris climate agreement in 2015 you know uh uh, the carbon in the atmosphere has only gone up. Uh, we, we, we haven't even been able to slow it down. Um, today's, today's news is, is that uh, gas prices are up because the demand for gas is growing. And uh, there's lots of reasons for that, but and maybe they'll be temporary, but... Uh, but it's it's I, so I was pondering that I, I I I was worrying about that pondering makes me feel a little better I think but I, I was actually worrying about all that uh, that we need to do the nation needs to do the the world needs to do um, even uh, George W Bush said. Uh, so many years ago, uh, we've got an addiction to oil, and we've got to look at that addiction. Um, I, I know a little bit about about addiction and recovery, and um, I know that uh, a big part of most recovery programs is uh, spiritual practice, um, and. Uh, And when in our particular spiritual practice is investigating this ego, this self, this shell that we tend to, to put around ourselves to make us individuals, maybe for protection, maybe to stand out, but, um, but our, um, our practice is to Take a look at that um, ego that uh, that might be isolating us or separating us, and and maybe in our practice we can also um, you know crack it open a little bit, let the light in, um, uh, let let uh, let the universe in a little bit more. So breaking down that individual self, breaking is a little harsh of a word too, but uh, looking at what we do to be individuals and realize that, uh, that uh, we are all a connected, interdependent, intimate universe. That's our spiritual practice. And when, uh, uh, 
when uh, people with addiction go into recovery, they join a group, uh, a group that can be supportive of each other uh, because, uh, because addicts know that um, uh, the individual self is powerless against the disease of addiction. And uh, so, uh, so they identify with, with the group for support and recovery and healing. And not unlike our, our practice that, uh, that, uh, where, we, where we realize our interdependence, interconnectedness. Um, And um, it also reminds me of, uh, re remember the, the uh, Carson McCuller uh, novella and movie, Member of the Wedding. Um, I think it was a Broadway play as well in, in the 50s. Uh, Carson McCuller, um, the, the, the main character is Frankie who was a, a young teenage girl, kind of lost. And uh, she really then becomes quite envious and enamored of the life of her older brother and her soon-to-be sister-in-law. And she imagines the perfect life if, they, if, if she could live with them, the, the three of them together. And uh, she calls that the the we of me, uh, and that's, I think, our practice, the we, we, we to think of ourselves as, as a we rather than this isolated ego that with all of our strength um, still emits more and more carbon every day. Um, so, uh, so practicing, practicing with we, you know, that's, that's our bodhisattva practice, um, seeing uh, people not as individuals, but uh, seeing no separation, seeing intimacy, seeing interconnectedness. Um, that's, uh, all of those are examples of, of, uh, of, the, of living our lives as we rather than the isolated me. Frankie just felt so much more connected, thinking of herself as part of that family, um, the we of me. And uh, we, it, it's, I think a lot of us, a lot of us know that uh, have ex know that experience of we. A lot of us, uh, because we practice. Every, everyone on the screen I, I see is a is pretty experienced practitioner. Um, of of course, uh, that's our intention in practice is to practice uh, becoming a we and confessing the way we do every day with with all my ancient twisted karma, we confess every day that sometimes we forget that we're we and, um, 
and uh, we lead whole swatches of our day or our week as as isolated me. But our practice is is, um, and I think is is negotiating our life as we. And I think that's what what keeps us coming back to the cushion, is is uh, knowing that that's our true self, our true expression of life is is we and uh and so we 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 uh we know that experience um but but of course you know we think of uh of what santa cruz felt like you know right after the 89 earthquake when neighbor after neighbor was helping each other put back the the, the damage from the quake, and uh, and uh, we we think of the the signs. Um, I can't I can't think of the signs. I didn't write it down. Uh, uh, Boulder Creek stronger, or but 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 just uh, how the community came together um, after the fires last last summer last summer. Um, the uh, the the marches that we all participated in with um, Black Lives Matter and the women's marches uh, during the last, uh, during the Trump era, uh, that was the expression of, of we, that was negotiating our lives as we, that was, that was um, looking at habits and, and um, difficulties that have arisen in our life and in our culture and saying, we need to be together um, to make these changes. That was the spirit of we, our bodhisattva practice of, of we. Um, I, I get a, a, a nice feeling and I, 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 I'm not gonna be political, but I just, I just, uh, I think I think Biden really really wants to wants us to know that we are all doing this together and can we can we be together to make these big changes? Um, uh, it's going to cost a lot of money, but uh, we need to do these together. We, you know, uh, we uh, need uh, to build back stronger. Uh, we need to put uh, child care in the infrastructure plan so that we as parents can all participate in making these big changes together. Um, it's nice to see that, uh, that uh, maybe, maybe that's the enthusiasm that's, that's building that, that um, you know, um, automobile companies, Ford, I'm thinking of, on the news is building a whole new plant. It hasn't built plant in decades, but a whole new plant for electric cars. So maybe, maybe this spirit of we, this open-hearted spirit, is kind of gathering momentum. Um, and maybe uh, uh, back to back to Kazan. Kazan gives, gives a practice, gives a remedy, um, gives us uh, something to, uh, to uh, 
bolster our intention to negotiate our lives as we um, in the turning story for our ancestors, Setjo Chikan, a few, a few relatives before Dogen, two or three before Dogen, Setjo Chikan uh, wrestled with the very first Buddha story um, where, uh, where Buddha holds up the flower and uh, Mahak. Kashyapa, uh, one of one of the people in the assembly and one of one of Buddha's followers, uh, is the only one who smiles. The smile of Mahakashyapa at seeing Buddha hold hold up a hold up um, a flower. Secho Chikan wrestled with what what was that about? What was that about? And um, and Kazan writes that. Um, that uh, his awakening was, um, was, uh, was that many people think that the Buddha's teaching is concealed and that only a few wise people can understand Buddha's teaching. Maybe the best meditators, the people, only the best meditators and the wisest of people can, uh, can understand Buddha because his teaching is concealed. But but Secho Chikan realized that, you know, gosh, there was Buddha in front of the crowd holding up for all to see what 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 was concealed. Uh, for all to see was um, was that we are we we are not separate. Uh, we are, are not um, uh, uh, isolated individuals, but, but intimate and supporting and uh, interconnected. That's, that was the smile of Mahakashyapa. And that was um, uh, the Buddha revealing for all to see the truth of our unity, our inter connectedness. And, um, and with that, uh, Secho Chikan was awakened and his teacher saw his realization and, um, and transmitted the lamp, transmitted the light to Secho Chikan Daiosho. And Kazan, Kazan goes on in his talk about this about this uh, story, right? he says, "This is how you do it. This is how this is how you, um, right now, in the midst of of uh, the fires in in Santa Barbara, in the midst of the, the um, uh, storms in uh, the Midwest, the, the flooding." Uh, from uh, in the southeast, uh, in the midst of all this, this is the practice uh, to help us realize uh, the we with which we need to negotiate this. 
Kazan uh, says that um, first we need to watch our six senses, pay attention to our desires. Um, that might bring us inward. That, that inquiry into our desires, uh, you know, what do we need? Do we need more oil? Do we need, uh, what kind of power do, what do, do, do we need? Windmill, windmills. Um, take a look at our desires. Take a look at what we really need. And that might turn us inward. That might bring us to the cushion. And then he says um, uh, that uh, our practice is alertness, being alert. Close your eyes, he says. Regulate your breathing. Maybe his way of saying, follow your breath with your eyes closed and be alert. And forget the body. Maybe that's his way of saying, drop body and mind, the way, the way Dogen said it. So Kazan says that uh, this practice of we uh, is being alert, close your eyes, regulate your breathing, forget your body, and become the cloudless blue sky in the great ocean without waves. And then you will have some experience of it. This we of me. So I'll end here. Um, we'll go into, uh, we'll do our final chant and have a few announcements. And then uh, those who can stay to discuss the we of me or, uh, or following their breath and dropping off body and mind, uh, we can stay uh, a few more moments. Beings are numberless, I vow to save them. Delusions are inexhaustible, I vow to end them. Dharma gates are boundless, I vow to enter them. Buddha's way is unsurpassable, I vow to become it. 